0: That's weird. That's fucking weird. We should probably talk about it. There's a mystery here. Please tell me about your new tarot deck and that wonderful place you went to. Um, I bought a tarot
1: deck. I just thought it would be fun to play around with like videos and do like an easy video that's sort of spooky for me which would be on brand for my own Instagram, would be to just do like a weekly tarot poll and just be like, this is the theme of our week. Uh, so <laughs> also, um, because I feel like I'm not a very good uh, podcast host of a weird, um, vaguely paranormal podcast if I don't even have my own tarot deck. Christy,
0: yeah, I'm a little concerned. I didn't know that you didn't have your own tarot deck. <laughs> I know. There's also superstition or you're not supposed to buy your own, but that's bullshit. You can fucking buy your own tarot deck. Well,
1: that's stupid. What if you have no friends and you want to know about tarot?
0: What if no one ever gifts it to you and then you never get to explore tarot cards? Come on. That's silly.
1: That's like you can't give yourself your own nickname. Which is true. Like, it's not as cool as getting it gifted to you, but like, you totally
0: can. (laughs) absolutely i've bought my own tarot cards and i've probably given myself i technically did give myself my own name for for work so you can fucking do anything you set your mind to christy wow i'm inspired (laughs) and your deck looks really pretty it has like um i love anything with an eye like a third eye or just um like a spooky mystical looking eye that's my jam
1: It's really pretty, and I'll I'll end up posting more pictures of it and stuff like that, but the deck is really pretty. I really liked it. Um, It was the prettiest one of all of them, I thought. There was a purple version, but it didn't have any color. It was just purple, and so I was like, this one or that one? But I I went with blue because I like blue better than purple, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Live
0: your truth. Live your truth. Uh, Yeah, I want to see what the cards look like in it.
1: I know. Oh, I'll show you
0: some pictures. Do they all have eyes? Or like, what's the... They don't all
1: have eyes. It's this like swirly... I I actually found... I followed the guy who um, did the art for it on Instagram, to be honest. Uh, But it's like he does this like crazy swirly watercolor type of stuff. And there's this one... Like a couple that jumped out to me was like, I really liked the one for the hermit. Because usually I feel like the hermit is associated with Virgo. So I was like, okay, I'm a Virgo. I'm gonna pick the deck whose hermit card I actually like, because usually it's just a weird like monk that looks sad. But this one was like a really pretty like stream and one lone person on a bridge in the in the forest. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. I could be that kind of hermit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that, and I love thinking about. Zodiac signs and like which tarot cards they would be. I already know that Capricorn is the Eight of Pentacles. That's my favorite fucking tarot card. Um, I don't know why I had to say fucking, but it's my favorite tarot card. And I'm <laughs> 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 Ooh, so I'm going to one- send
1: you a picture of that one then when I Please find it. Please
0: do. I love the number eight is my number. I do enjoy pentacles or pentagrams or whatever. And that specific card is all about like craftsmanship and hard work and um, career. And so it's like very much my shit.
1: Oh, wow. That is very like 100% on
0: brand for you. That's my Capricorn tarot card. I would love I want to do a whole series of this now. (laughs) (laughs) It mini sewed. mini sewed. like Mini-sode oh yeah we should for our patrons we should tell us your zodiac sign and we'll pull a tarot card that we think matches what your zodiac sign is that'd be mm-hmm. fun
1: yeah that would be fun and speaking also, anyway. of patreon
0: oh, what? Were you oh, were you gonna say no, the same thing i was speaking
1: of patreon <laughs> yeah
0: we have a video uh, Yeah, we have a long video. It's our entire friggin' adventure from last weekend where we went looking for the screaming well. It's supposed to be this this crazy well somewhere in Washington near Seattle where there are a bunch of like lost souls trapped in there. And uh, if you walk by it, you'll hear faint screams. If you drop something in there, you'll never hear it hit the bottom. Like there will never be a splash. It's like totally endless it's super spooky
1: yeah and there's no known location i love that there's maybe something like that in the world
0: i love that as an option (laughs) i
1: love that as an option i just if i'm picking out a well i want it to be
0: endless with souls trapped inside of it you know so many souls yes (laughs) (laughs) what was that little girl that fell in that was it jessica that fell in the well do you remember that from like the 90s what oh i know what you're talking about but i don't remember the name Oh, I want to say maybe it wasn't Jessica, but it was like a a baby doll, like a baby girl fell Mm -hmm. into a well and it was a big deal for a while. And then also Lassie used to save people from wells. Anyways, those (laughs) I don't know why I felt like talking about other wells. But if you want to watch that video um, that Christy put together, it's so awesome. From our adventure with the liminal Seattle guys, then you should become a patron. Patreon.com slash that's weird. It's only a dollar. So fucking do it. And then we'll pull some tarot cards for you. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What were you going to say? I don't remember.
1: (laughs) It wasn't as good. It was just associated. Uh, I think it was probably just more about how pretty the cards are.
0: (laughs) You're like, I just want to keep talking about my my tarot. It's hard on a podcast to describe the beauty of your tarot deck, but you should definitely post it. It's pretty. It also
1: apparently has an extra card for what? I don't know. Just for a twist of fate, just to be a little fun
0: interesting yeah kind of like a deck of cards like a like a joker or... mm-hmm, i think so huh that's cool i don't
1: remember uh what it was i haven't really gotten too deep into them well but i can't wait
0: but you're gonna start pulling them is it for yourself or for everyone
1: i don't know <clears throat> just for myself for the week i think
0: a lot of people do like a weekly reading or like they'll pull a daily card for themselves. That's that's mm-hmm. 100% a thing.
1: Yeah, I figured that was a thing. Like I was also thinking like I, I could try to be funny with this. But then like then I did like a little like reading for myself yesterday just to be like, yeah, I got these cards. And I I was like, oh, no, this is too, too genuine. Like I just said too many like things about my actual self and thoughts and feelings. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that, if that's what's going to (laughs) happen.
0: I want (laughs) to be that open with Instagram.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, can I block my parents on Instagram
0: TV or I don't know? Probably. Probably. There's got to be a way, right? I think with stories, you can even say like, show this to everyone, but these users Oh. I think that is an option. But that's what st- I don't know about IGTV.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Or I'll just have to accept that the things that I put into public are things that uh, my parents will learn about me.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty normal.
1: True. Which is normal. <laughs> just normal. That's a normal thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, well. So everyone should follow Christy on Instagram. Is it at Christy Brannon? Is that what it is?
1: It is. I got on the social medias early enough to have
0: my just my regular name on it i'm so jealous of everyone that has that because being named ashley smith makes that pretty hard <laughs> yeah that's
1: true like yeah. there aren't a lot of there are other christy brannons but there aren't a lot of them
0: yeah you're one of a kind christy
1: wow thank you wow i
0: thank have you. a an itunes review to read you <gasps> yes This is from Fitness Kitty says, I discovered this podcast pretty recently, and it's one of my new favorites. Great topics, hilarious banter. These gals get me through working at home. It's kind of like you're my coworkers now. I also love their Twitter, which is a great thing to leave in a review. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so cute. It's very sweet. Keep it up, ladies. You have a good thing going here. Thank you, Fitness Kitty. Well, oh, I love that. I love that we're uh, their coworker. I would. I mean, please let us know where we get our paychecks because I was not aware. <laughs> <laughs> please, and um, if you would also like to love our Twitter, you can follow us at That's Weirdcast. That's right. Hell yes. It's, Hell yes. Um, oh wait, we never did our intro. Oh, hi. I just. <laughs> 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 I've been sick for maybe six or seven days. I'm still on some medicine. We'll see. This might be a wild episode. Um, But hi, I'm Ashley. I'm Christy. And Christy disappeared. What? I'm still here. (laughs)
1: Did you not hear me say my
0: name? I didn't. (gasps) Girl, you got to pay attention. Oh, my God. See, I told you. (laughs) Uh, Fuck. Anyway, this is That's Weird. It's a podcast about weird shit. And it's episode 79. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's right and that means Ashley it's my turn to go first I was gonna say yes it is not mine your turn yes okay this is one um that uh, that you sent me that was a bunch of suggestions that someone sent us
0: oh Nessie one of our patrons yes yes which like, all
1: of those were just so on brand for me. I literally thought that Ashley was sending me a, um, just a whole bunch that everyone had sent in that she thought were good for me to do.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, that was all... It's it, one of the perks of being, like, the highest tier of weirdo on our Patreon is that you can pick story topics for us, and we've been kind of running through those lately because we may or may not forgot to or have forgotten to do that in the past, and so... <laughs> Nessie sent in a ton and they all just like screamed Christy. So I just sent them to her and I was like, girl, pick one of these.
1: <laughs> Nessie, you're speaking my language. Uh, yes. Okay. So Ashley, what do you remember when we talked about the ancient aliens conspiracy? Council of nine, episode 13. Yes. It ended up being like you do. You do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was also it the Bigfoot's
0: up... ghost episode.
1: Yes. I love that one. Okay. It ended up being like a super long, uh, incomplete, uh, topic. Cause it was, too many things and the the big reveal was pretty much that ancient aliens as a conspiracy is based on the super racist
0: ramblings of a neo-nazi on shrooms sounds about right (laughs) yeah well what is that meme that's like uh just because white people couldn't do it doesn't mean it was alien i'll have to send that to you
1: oh my god yes that is exactly
0: (laughs) All
1: right, we're back at it, baby. This time we're not talking about aliens, but their descendants. Oh. Okay. So we're talking about the R H negative blood type, which um so like when you have blood types it's like O, A, B, or A B. And then all of the blood types have a, a subcategory where it's Uh, if you're rh negative or rh positive most people i didn't know this i thought it was like half and half but most people are rh positive sometimes it's referred to as like the rhesus factor it's like associated it's it's an antigen which is like a protein that's on the outside of the blood cells um that's associated with like a rhesus monkey genes i guess um what but yeah right i don't you're know you're saying but recess monkey what is what is this word? monkey like a those little little cute monkeys so like oh okay help you grab things if you don't have mobility in your hands anymore oh my god those okay uh or those might be spider monkeys but i'm pretty sure they're recess monkeys um anyway it's associated with that i think that probably that's like some kind of The name, anyway, is probably from some sort of like, you remember when scientists were just like, I don't know, I don't understand science, but uh, this seems unfamiliar to me. I bet we got it from monkeys. That's kind of what it is. You learn about it in school and you learn about it because it's really important for blood donations because people that don't have it, um, their immune system reacts to it if they get that in their blood and so like like you can get a blood transfusion if you're rh negative from someone who's rh positive like one time and then you have a pretty bad reaction to it and then if you do it like a second time like you'll probably die and like you might die the first time and like with you might die the first first time. time it's like i mean you're you're it's it's a It's just like a virus or a bacteria. Your body recognizes a protein that's unfamiliar to your body and attacks it. That's what it is.
0: What? Um,
1: But most people do have that in their blood. It's only about 15% of the population that do not have it. Um, The other thing is, if if a woman is RH negative and her person that she's having a baby with is RH positive not always because genetics are really super, super complicated, but a lot of the time the baby will be RH positive. And so since the mom and the baby share blood, obviously, um, basically her body will attack the fetus and, uh, without science, like we, we can intervene with science now and it's okay. And, and it can happen, but, without modern science basically then like her immune system will kill that baby. Holy shit. I mean I hesitate to say baby because it's not a baby. You know what I mean? It'll the embryo I'm, I'm or, or, the fetus pro, or whatever. I'm very pro choice so I hesitate to call it a baby because it's like a fe- we'll get into this later by the way, but it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like a fetus uh, where it's like it's old enough to be making its own blood but it's like I don't think it's big big enough to be a baby. Anyway, um that's all uh depending on your own personal politics and point of view, so
0: whatever. But <laughs> but also not because it's just fucking science. <laughs> also not. Yeah, I mean it's
1: it's science. Um but I will say this. I did not research uh this like the point at which your body starts to react to a baby that has
0: the wrong type of blood for you but what i'm blown away by that i'd never heard of this that so if the mom has negative has that negative rh negative or whatever then no matter what it's gonna her blood will attack the bait like the fetus
1: not no matter what um because or in some cases like if the fetus is also like you've heard of like people having like O negative or O positive or A B yeah. negative and being like a universal donor, a universal receiver, that kind of concept, right? Yeah. So that's what it that's what it is that's making those people be able to be a universal donor or a universal receiver. Because some people can't accept that like protein in it, that antigen. So it's the same situation where your body reacts to those except like if your body is fighting off uh cells and killing them but those cells are actually trying to make a baby then that's not going to be a successful baby a successful baby (laughs) it'll turn out like me (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding how just kidding i'm
0: successful i have a podcast That's right. And that's all it takes to be successful. Oh, no. Which is why everyone's doing it. Yeah, that's
1: true. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, okay. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad that you're doing this topic because I had heard of this whole, I don't know, RH negative blood type thing also having to do with aliens. And I had never done the research to look into it, but I'm so curious about it. So I'm really glad you're doing this topic.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going to get into it. So anyway, that's the that's the basic science of it. That's what I'm talking about. We've we've pretty much all heard about this. You learn about it when you learn about blood. But um like I haven't been to school in years, so I didn't necessarily remember that it was RH negative or RH positive or or what that meant. So, um here's why it sounds cool. People think that basically people with RH negative are maybe aliens, maybe descendants from the same, the very same aliens from the ancient aliens thing that I covered in the Council of Nine. So just to recap, it's like aliens came down and and made people so that they could mine gold for them or something, I'm pretty sure. I don't know, that might be a, a separate but same one. But basically, it's like, all I can remember from it now after doing all of the research isn't, like, the cool parts of it, or the, like, History Channel ancient alien stuff. All I can remember from it now is the concept that aliens came down and made pyramids and stuff like that because, uh, some crazy white guy thought that brown people were too dumb to do it. So... Great. Cool, cool, cool! And obviously there's a little bit of that uh, concept in this, because it's built upon that concept, but... Um, on paper, when you don't acknowledge that, it sounds kind of neat uh people so one thing that I've seen it's associated with aliens or being a descendant from aliens or having alien DNA because it's such a small percentage of the human population that has this negative uh isn't doesn't have this um, it's like fifteen percent of the population um, and also a lot of the reason why people think. It is. It might be aliens. It's because like of the thing where if you're negative and you have a baby that's positive, then like the baby isn't without medical intervention, isn't going to be viable. It's going to be destroyed. I didn't do enough research in the science part of this theory. So but I think that having an RH positive blood type is genetically dominant. You know what I mean? So it probably doesn't happen too often that someone who is RH positive has a baby that's RH negative. Right. Um, Anyway, so here's why it sounds cool. (laughs) Um, People with RH negative blood type are associated with um, paranormal sensitivity or alien abductions. I was reading a blog post where somebody took a survey um, of people that have had like either paranormal uh, paranormal activity or paranormal interactions or like sleeping issues like sleep paralysis that cause people to feel like they've had a paranormal event happen to them um, or an alien abduction experience. and more of those people have are have said they have a negative blood type rather than a positive blood type
2: just in their survey.
1: Um, also people with a RH negative blood type are supposedly associated with other traits that are associated with people who have paranormal sensitivity, which is higher than average IQ, lower body temperature, higher blood pressure, red or reddish hair, although sometimes it's said blonde instead of red, extra vertebrae. That one threw me for a loop. Oh uh yeah uh, what sensitive vision and particular sensitivity to sunlight and elevated intuition i'm not sure where people are coming up with these things it sounds like someone who has uh
0: white privilege and poor circulation to be honest with you <laughs> that's it <laughs> so I, I, yeah oh, i i feel like um i also have sensitivity to to this to sunlight and yeah I think anyone could find one little thing or or two in that that they kind of relate to.
1: Like some of these are just white people things. Having blonde hair, being sensitive, (laughs) extra sensitive to sunlight. (laughs) The extra vertebrae, what the fuck? Elevated intuition. Of course, you're going to say you have that if you think you've had a paranormal experience. Right. That's
0: kind of fascinating.
1: Lower body temperature, higher blood pressure. I don't know. That really just sounds like poor circulation. Uh. Her IQ just sounds like you're rich enough to get into a good school. You know what I mean? It's just...
0: <laughs> Christy with the hot takes. Anyway.
1: So, I and I, I have no idea where people like got any of these traits, uh, but I've seen it in more than one article associated with um, people who are sensitive to paranormal events or who have claimed to have alien uh, abductions or an alien experience of some kind.
0: I find that kind of fascinating um, if there is someone who's like doing a study where if you've had a paranormal paranormal experience then um, or like you think you were abducted and they, you know, find out your your blood type and they take all this other information from you. Like how much of that would line up? Like, would that be a, you know, circle Venn diagram or like, you know what I mean? Like it, that's that's kind of interesting to me. But I also just love data so
1: yeah I I would like that I think that would be cool <laughs> I uh, would like that. it'd be cool if somebody did that um I also think that not everybody knows what their blood type is like I have no idea what my blood type is and I really was, I remember being blood typed and then I think I just like forgot it and was like I don't know I'm probably one of these things
0: I want to say that I'm B positive because I remember thinking well that's ironic <laughs> <laughs> That's Um, good. But I'm not I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure, but I'm not sure.
1: I feel like I'm like, I feel like I used to think that I was like, O negative or something, because that's like a universal donor. Um, And I think that I just thought that because that's the blood type that you hear people talk about the most. And I was like, well, that's the one I remember. So I guess that must be that one. Right, I probably am some like basic bitch one, like A positive or something. I love how that's a basic bitch blood type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is so. Wow, wow, Christy it doesn't even help me against malaria, which some blood right. types do. By the way, really? Yeah, like, like I think. Oh o, yeah, isn't there? A I think an O blood type is more common basically around uh people who are populations where malaria is prevalent because it sticks to mal- malaria sticks to the o blood type a lot worse there's like 57 different proteins and antigens that are associated with blood and blood typing um and there are only a couple that people really care about because of the interactions that they have with each other when you give blood to each other
0: wow yeah no, I, there's definitely some like theories that certain blood types um get bit or stung or whatever by bugs more, like so mosquitoes, mosquitoes like people with O oh whatever blood more than others. So obviously if you had O you'd probably get malaria. Like I don't know if it's actually O, but there is some kind oh, of study like that.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, and also there's like I mean, blood typing is interesting cuz we don't talk about it that much in um like the west or in the united states but like i know in some countries in asia like especially japan uh blood type is another thing it's just like your horoscope it really is (laughs) it's like oh you're an a you're a type a i think it actually might even be where like type a or type b personality comes from
0: What? That would blow my mind. I would love to know if you are, if you have an A or B blood type, if you consider yourself a type A person, or is there a type B person? Yeah, there is. (laughs) I wonder, I don't know which one I am. I want to say I'm a little type A, but only in like my most annoying traits.
1: I'm Googling the origin of that because I feel like...
0: But also, I want you to call your parents and ask them what your blood type is, just in case. Christy, you're living alone in Los Angeles, and I worry.
1: <laughs> you think a hospital's not going to blood type me before they give me blood if I'm dying? No.
0: Well, uh, yeah, if you're dying, there's no time. So I you guess they would
1: gonna, give you the O. I'm but gonna if, be, if I'm literally dying, I'm not going to be cognizant enough for
0: them to be like, ma'am, please, what's your blood type? Look, I know you're an Android user, but... In an <laughs> iPhone, it lets you put all your health information in there so that, the, like, if you're in an accident, they can look it up. <laughs> wow. I'm sure Android does the same thing, like a health a health app or whatever. You can put your blood type. You can put if you're allergic to anything, uh, if you have any, um, you know, problems or whatever that they need to be looking out for. I'm just saying.
1: Okay. Hmm.
0: Interesting. I Interesting. I
1: worry. All right. Well, I'll look into it. never gonna look into it Uh, I could just donate blood and then ask them oh by the way can you tell me what my blood type is that's better for the world to do
0: do they do that there or do you have to know your blood type before you can donate blood
1: no they, they, they when you give blood they collect a whole bunch of little test tubes and then they collect all your blood from you so all the little test tubes are like so that they can test your blood before they use it
0: Mm. Okay. Well, I suppose that's an option then. There are a lot of
1: things that people can have in their blood that you don't want to give to other people besides just the wrong blood type. So they test all that, I think, now.
0: For sure. I just didn't know that they were like, oh, and by the way, this is your blood type. Uh, No, but I'm sure you could ask them. Yeah. And just be like, hey...
1: Especially if you're doing one of those for free ones, I'm sure they'd be like, sure, here's a cookie and I guess I'll tell you what your blood type is.
0: Here's your cookie and your juice. I, um, I feel like, I don't know if this is still a thing, but for a long time you couldn't give blood until you had passed like the year mark of having a new tattoo. And I've mm. never gone longer than a year without getting a new tattoo. So I've just never given blood. I'm an asshole, basically.
1: Oh, Interesting. I've never gotten tattoos, thing. and the only time I gave blood was when I was, like, 16, so. 16? Yeah, you do it a couple times, and then you're like, oh, those needles are so big.
0: Oh, my God, Christy, did you watch the documentary about that lady with the weird voice? That um, Theranos or whatever, that, uh, that oh, blood? Oh, yeah. Fucking, oh, my God.
1: No, I didn't watch the documentary, but I did hear that she was, like, a fraud.
0: Oh, absolutely. But also, you need to hear her voice. <laughs> <laughs> I heard she's fa- she faked that voice. Oh so that, yeah, to be like taken more seriously by uh, men. I, think. I hate it. Which which is annoying because then you want to be on her side to be like yes, bitch, do what you got to do. But this, but oh man, the first time like she opened her mouth, you, you can just tell that is not her voice. It's very jarring. Um, yeah. Anyway, please get back to your story.
1: <laughs> okay, where was I?
0: I you so. were googling something.
1: <clears throat> oh yeah, I gave up.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, so, okay. Why people think that people with RH negative are maybe aliens. Here's one. Here, The quickest one that I saw that I want to get this one out of the way because I, I love it. Um, <laughs> there's an element to this where people are reading into like biblical texts and justifying like the alien theory. So if you want to read into biblical shit, there's an angel in the book of Enoch, named Nephilim, who's just going around fucking people and making angel human hybrid babies. Uh. <laughs> I just. What? <laughs> what? What? When they make Bible movies, why don't they make movies about this shit? You know yeah, what I mean? Way that's way more all interesting. I'm
0: that's awesome.
1: Um, apparently, in the Bible, they killed all those babies. Uh, why not? They're like, nah, fuck it. I don't want this to exist. Um, so basically the, the Bible is also pro-choice.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) the Bible kills babies. I don't know if anyone ever tells you that, but it's true.
1: It's true. But anyway, uh, people have said like maybe this angel is, um, actually like an alien and that's where the concept and that's where the reality of angel human or alien human hybrid people came from. And
0: now there's just, there's 15% of them in our population. I love that theory. Also, Scully from the X-Files falls into this. Ah! Of course. If you'd watch the X-Files, you would know. Of course. Of course it does. (laughs) Even in the newer seasons, like, um, especially in the newer seasons, they kind of go over the fact that Scully is probably an alien. Spoiler alert, she has some alien blood. It's fine. Oh you guys. So maybe they're talking to maybe this was the inspiration. This like RH negative stuff. Probably. It's been around. Um so
1: the other thing is the all all of that that I went into about um so scientifically this is real. If you're RH negative and you get a blood transfusion from someone who's RH positive it fucks you up because your immune system reacts to what has now become your own damn blood. You know what I mean? So you can't get a blood transfusion (laughs) like that. It's really bad for you. Um, And it gives you some condition. That's definitely got a real name. Um, And, and associated with that as well is without a lot of um, modern medical intervention, Usually if a mom who's RH negative has a baby who's RH positive or or has a baby with a father who's RH positive, um, then the baby is also subject to that immune response and then doesn't survive. So uh, I do want to say, though, that the people making this point focus real hard on the baby and not necessarily just that scientifically... like. The, the, the way they're, they're positioning it, which I think is really dumb and I hate it is it's <laughs> let it's, it just doesn't make sense. You know, like, so I think their point is if a human who's RH positive and a human who's RH negative naturally can't make a baby with each other, then obviously they're a different species. Um, cause that's how science works, uh, So maybe the Rh negative people are a different species and an alien species. However, the reason why two different species usually can't make a baby is because the number of chromosomes that are combining to make one cell are not even and not compatible. You know what I mean? Like a like a donkey and a horse make a mule and a mule can't have any children because it's got a weird number of chromosomes. It has nothing to do with your immune system attacking it. Um, and so they just, and they don't even acknowledge that like also you can't get blood transfusions from someone who's R positive. Um, they just sort of sideline that because I it makes it like scientifically makes make total sense that just... Oh, your body's recognizing a like um protein that's not used to it, so it's attacking it, just like it does with every other cold and virus. <laughs> so it makes total sense. And also when you have a baby, it's like you have a parasite anyway. So <laughs> uh so, wow. so it's just I don't know, like one thing that I read the way the phrasing of it was just like um Believe it or not, a mother's body can be incompatible with this fetus and launch a vicious attack. Like, can you believe it? Like, yes, actually, your body aborts like fifty percent of pregnancies anyway, just because nature fucked it up and they d- and
0: combined it wrong. Yeah, I mean that's just a natural thing that happens. You're like your body's doing something super crazy. I mean, it's technically what the body is supposed to do in nature but it's also i mean it's completely changing the way your body works i mean of course things will go wrong or like your body will reject it like that happens all the time
1: yeah it's just not even it's just like can you believe that the miracle the natural miracle of pregnancy could be incompatible it must be aliens it can't possibly be that that's how nature works yeah, what? It's just it's just dumb.
0: That seems like It's just a stupid. Duh it's moment. Yeah.
1: It's just honestly patriarchal uh it's just patriarchal bullshit. <laughs> but just phrased in a different setting. Right. Um also, I want to point out that another person who's making this claim that it's alien DNA probably. Her name is Laura Star with two R's and her oh, reasoning boy. is just Real dumb. Like, I have in my notes her reasoning is just fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, yes, like, she contradicts herself in her own quote. Basically, what she's saying is if we all, it's almost like it's so, it's so reminiscent of people who are, um, who don't believe in evolution that it's wild to me. Um, and I wonder if people realize this, but she basically is like, well, if we all descended from some kind of ape then wouldn't our blood all be the same which i guess kind of but like there are so many different variations of like things that are going on with people and here's the here's the really dumb part she acknowledges that her own quote just like contradicts itself here's her quote um she says We can have any of numerous combinations of traits inherited from all our ancestors. Therefore, if man and ape had evolved from a common ancestor, their blood would have evolved the same way.
0: How could? But Exactly. You can't can't decide how things evolve. Like what? Right.
1: (laughs) And also what she's what she's the point she's trying to make is that if we really evolved from one common ancestor which was a type of ape then we would all have the same kind of blood but then she says humans can have like all kinds of different adaptations and stuff um and then goes back to like don't you think and and don't you think the blood people's blood would have evolved in the same way that the rest of our bodies did and like, yes, that's exactly correct. Uh, people have different, um, skin color and type and like thickness even, uh, depending on just like region or like tiny enclave of like where their original family came from or like, you know, just weird. People are weird. People have your insides are different sometimes and you don't even know it like, (laughs) <laughs> of course I just don't it doesn't seem like that much of a stretch if you just look out into the world and see how many different looking people there are that maybe some of us would have blood that's a little bit different from each other too.
0: Yeah, I don't understand that. <laughs> I mean, what a dumb hot take, you're right.
1: Yeah, it's just stu- it's just stupid. Yeah. Um and Also, okay. so also most of the stuff that I was reading about was pretty neutral or pretty like, oh, don't you think that um, this could be like aliens? Because like people who are R.H. negative say they're more um, intuitive to the paranormal or people who are R.H. negative can't have babies with R.H. positive. And then like one article I was reading was just like it was just so neutral it was like blah blah aliens and then I was like blah blah and they were blonde haired with blue eyes and hitler believes that this is the origin of the aryan race and i was like record scratch what
0: <laughs> yikes
1: oh there's there's the neo-nazi on mushroom guys racism Got Yeah, oh, it there he is there, there he it is, is.
0: <laughs> there it is oh, yikes
1: um so i'm almost done Uh, But I do have some science. So so after reading that, I literally looked up the statistics like I Googled it a shit ton and like like white people have RH negative blood in slightly higher rates than everyone else. The difference is literally like in one article I read a difference of like somewhere between like. Five to eight percent of people have a type of Rh negative blood, versus four to six percent of the people have. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like not. I don't know. I what I really wanted it to be was that it was like secretly an adaptation that like just white people almost didn't ever have to be like, haha, fuck you. But that's statistically not true. But it is like just a, a whole bunch of people from everywhere have it, and. It's just not that common in general. And um, I did look up and they found the real reason, probably, scientifically, why most people have that protein or what biological function that it has. And it just like sort of helps transport carbon dioxide and ammonium. Huh. And that's so it. it's like you can see why pretty much everybody has it and why it would be more prevalent than not. Uh, cause it's like, oh, that seems useful. Yeah, I get it. And then it's also like, and then you can see why people of every kind, uh, some of them don't have it because like probably just people in general didn't have that protein and then it mutated and they did. And it was like, Hey, this is sort of convenient. Great. <laughs> and that's it. That's I think that's the whole explanation, really. I don't. I obviously, like the the ancient aliens thing is a conspiracy that I really like talking about because it's really fun and really highly publicized to think about. But also, like I super don't believe, and I I really kind of hate now that I know the origin of it and the reason why people thought that. <laughs>
0: Right, I see see that a lot. Where people, every time people talk about ancient aliens online, at least one person will comment and be like, "You know that shit's totally racist, right?" Yeah. So it's hard to enjoy this, like silly, stupid show that's just like you know funny to to get high and laugh at, but um, it's actually. Got some shitty roots to it, so it makes you not even want to partake. But it's yeah, it's an interesting. Like, oh man, that
1: made me sad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, but those people are nuts, one hundred percent. The people that do ancient aliens are nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But so that's why, like, like I, I really enjoyed this topic, and I feel like it's a good like. I I wanted to explore the ancient aliens thing just a little bit more because I there's so much to it. Um. But this is also why the ending is just like, I'm like, no, dude, there's a scientific reason. Fuck this conspiracy theory, which usually I'm just like, yeah, wouldn't that be fun if that was real? (laughs) You're like, this one? No. This one? No. (laughs) No, it's dumb. All of it's dumb. It's like this theory (laughs) took the racism of the original ancient aliens conspiracy theory and then just added on some like anti-choice patriarchal bullshit i feel like that's that's how i felt about it
0: yikes which i i had no idea i just this was something i'd always heard of but never knew any reason behind it or like what it exactly was so that's crazy you blew my mind christy you're welcome <laughs> I didn't say I did not say thank you, but And also, okay.
1: well, I will say thank you to Nessie for <laughs> for suggesting this because it was it was a really fun topic to go down that rabbit hole for.
0: Thank you, Nessie. <laughs> She's the best. So, we've covered Who put Bella in the witch elm? Do you remember that episode? Oh my God, yes. How could I forget? I'll never forget. (laughs) That fucking witch elm is terrifying. Yeah. Um, But we haven't done the bell witch. And I think in my mind, I thought they were the same story, but they're not. (laughs) Oh. So I'm going to tell you about the bell witch this episode. It's supposedly one of the only cases of a ghost killing a human, by the way what yeah it's pretty wild and like evil oh my god i cannot wait (laughs) on december 20th 1820 john bell died after three years of torture at the hands of what they referred to as a witch was actually a ghost i mean later on you'll find out it's the ghost of a witch but still i just wanted to clarify i was gonna be like was it the ghost of a witch (laughs) well even
1: that is anyway i'll tell you later i feel like that's Honestly, that should be a default question.
0: Was it the ghost of a witch? Because then I'm interested. Then I'm in. (laughs) Otherwise, no. Uh, This entity seemed to be just fucking evil and hated John Bell and his family. The problems began in 1817 when John spotted a strange creature on his property one evening that he described to be a large dog-like animal or monster with a rabbit's head it was like otherworldly and terrifying yikes and john apparently fired his gun at this creature but before the bullet could hit it the dog monster vanished into nothing which is i'm sure very unsettling (laughs) yikes again yeah just all yikes the name of of this episode is yikes And then um, a creepy giant bird was also seen on the property at some point by John's son, Drew, and a ghostly form of a girl dressed in green was seen swinging from a tree branch by John's daughter, Elizabeth. So the whole family was seeing some very strange things going on on their property. Yikes! And soon it got so much worse. The entire family started hearing strange scratching noises and loud bangs in the middle of the night. And I even read somewhere that they could hear something gnawing at their front door, which might be the scariest thing I've ever heard
1: of. I hate that. Do you think it was the scary uh, thing that he tried to shoot initially that came back and started gnawing at his door? Probably. If you shoot at something,
0: it's probably going to fucking try to get you. Yes. Yes. Ugh, I just don't like the idea of anything gnawing at anything that just bothers me. No, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, they would also randomly hear the disembodied voice of a woman either singing or laughing. <sighs> and they started to have physical experiences as well, where like the, the blankets would be pulled off the bed while they were sleeping, or object I can't talk objects would be moved or knocked over. Um, utensils would be, like, slapped out of their hands or food spilled on the floor, which is so rude. Yeah. And eventually the entity started assaulting them with pinches and slaps um, getting pushed around. They were essentially getting bullied and beaten up by this ghost. I hate that. It sounds like a shitty version of Jeff. (laughs) I know. Okay, there (laughs) there were parts where I was reading through this where it was like, the entity introduced itself and, like... (laughs) And they were and, like, was it like, hi, I'm Jeff, but this yeah. time I hate you. <laughs> this is the scary version of Jeff. Who knew? I hate it. Yeah. No, I was definitely thinking of Jeff. I always think of Jeff, but mainly when I was reading
1: this. <laughs> I'm just always thinking of Jeff 24-7. What's I, he up to now? You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. I still think we should rename this podcast to That's Jeff, because I'll, <laughs> I just want to talk about Jeff all the time. <laughs> Turns out every weird thing we talk about is Jeff. I didn't. I didn't remember you saying that before. It might have been a joke I made online, and I thought that (laughs) that we discussed it. But yeah, I was like, I'm renaming our podcast to That's Jeff. I don't
1: know. Oh my god. He is Uh,
0: wonderful. That will be my favorite episode for a long time. (laughs) Same. (laughs) So true. So, um, where was I? Uh, da, 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 they're getting bullied. Oh, the youngest daughter of the Bell family seemed to get the worst of it, including being stuck with pins. Ouch. No, thank you. No. Um, Though I guess he did have one daughter that the ghost liked. Her name was Lucy, and it would either leave her alone completely, or sometimes it would be friendly to her. <laughs> oh, that seems All right. very suspicious, and it also mm-hmm. reminds me of the movie The Witch, so... I'm here for oh. that. Lucy You're like, sounds all right. cool. Lucy was probably a cool little witch. Aww. Um, at some point, the entity actually started speaking to the family. This is when I was like, okay, Jeff. Um, and they claim that it introduced itself as the witch of a woman named Kate Bats. So I don't understand what that means. The witch of a woman. Like, does that mean that Kate Bats was the witch or that she like had a witch like for hire a witch. Maybe like, she's just a witch of a woman. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, that's how they, like an expression. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Um, but, but also so, literal witch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's apparently how it introduced itself or that this ghost was a witch of a woman named Kate Bats, who had been a neighbor of the bells at some time. And for there, there's a different, I read a couple different versions of why she was mad at the Bell family, but she like promised to haunt them for the rest of their lives, basically. So. Wow. Buckle up. It gets worse. Oh no. (laughs) Obviously (laughs) stories about the Bell, Witch started to make the rounds. People started coming to the Bell property to get a glimpse of the ghost. This is another like Jeff related thing that happened. Um, But one of the guests who came to check out and try to debunk the bell witch was Andrew Jackson, who would later become president of the United States. That fucking guy. Wait, what? Yeah. Andrew Jackson is involved in this story. By <laughs> <way>. <laughs> what a celebrity sighting. I know. <laughs> he was a total skeptic when he got to the bell house, but not when he left what? on the road to the property, Jackson and his entire crew of men were literally stuck in their path, like all of a the sudden their horses stopped, their carriages stopped and they could not physically move forward. It was like they hit a brick wall and it wasn't until Jackson like proclaimed the witch is mu- the witch must be doing this. Then um they were finally able to start moving again. So it was almost like she froze them and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with the horses or what was wrong with the carriage or if they were oh stuck in God. mud. Like they, took- and they were like, wait, it's the witch. And she was like, yeah, bitch, it's me. Ex- literally. Yeah. She said, I guess they heard a voice say this. Let the wagon move on. I'll see you again tonight, General. (laughs) Oh! Just sassy little threats. Wow. And later that night, during Jackson's stay at the bell house, him and his men woke up to being pinched, to being screamed at. They had their blankets torn away, which is something the family had been dealing with for some time. And Jackson was so freaked out, he reportedly said... I'd rather fight the British in New Orleans than have to fight the Bell Witch. (laughs) Oh, my God. I guess there's like a whole book about this. um, Oh, wow. Because there's like quotes and I don't know. There's all kinds of history, but it was it has to do with like the like the war and and that. kind. I don't care about that stuff. So I didn't look into that. But if you care about Andrew Jackson, you will find a book about him and his men and the Bell Witch if you want to read that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, all of these incidents led up to John Bell falling ill, slipping into a coma, and dying in 1820, like I mentioned earlier. That's the oh, dad. Shit. And a bottle of black poison was found near his body, and the witch apparently told the family that she had been force-feeding it to him as he slept.
1: Yikes! So, like, but also sh- that kind of sounds like the mom murdered him or something.
0: Right. Or maybe the daughter that the witch wasn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Very, very interesting. Uh,
1: Yikes. <laughs> also,
0: the witch cackled and sang joyfully at his funeral, which is hilariously fucked up. Mm-hmm. Accurate. hmm hmm mm Then the witch continued to torment the family for another year or so before deciding that she would just go away for a while. However, she promised the family she'd be back in seven years so this was in 1921 and she did indeed come back in 1928 to bother them for a while and then she went again um or she went away again and then came back in 1935 like she kept coming in these like seven year increments which is interesting
1: what she's like okay i killed that guy now i need a vacation
0: (laughs) she's like my job here is finally done i'm gonna go lay low for a while uh So she continued to torment the family, but just in smaller doses, I guess. Yikes. And eventually she stopped haunting the farm altogether because she had moved on to somewhere else, a nearby cave. Oh. So not too far from the Bell Residence near the Red River in Tennessee, there's an abandoned cave called the Bell Witch Cave. And supposedly she remains in there to this day. And animals... I guess don't go near it. Like if you go towards the cave, all animal noises stop, which is very creepy. Oh, that's spooky. Yeah. And lots of strange noises come from inside that cave. People hear a woman talking or singing. Anyone who's brave enough to walk into the cave, like those fucking dudes from ghost adventures. (laughs) (laughs) I watched a clip from like their episode where they went in there and it's those bros are wild. (laughs) they're just like sure i'll do it yeah fuck it let's do it um if you do go into the cave it's very likely that you will be slapped choked pushed or paralyzed in your place and if you take even something as small as a stone or a rock from the cave you will be haunted you will suffer great misfortune and you might even fucking die like yikes don't steal shit from a haunted cave like that seems that should go without saying what the fuck
1: yeah that's like rule
0: number one just of life yeah you don't steal from like evil things or haunted things anything that could get your ass haunted you just don't do it Mm -hmm. I've super duper glossed over this topic it is crazy long there's a lot more history behind it there's other stories about people visiting the bell house or visiting the cave and having experiences it's this like big Tennessee urban legend or haunting or whatever it's very famous you can read a ton about it online I'm going to post quite a few links in my show notes but that's kind of the gist of the bell witch for you guys
1: that's amazing the I liked did that. You? <laughs> did you? Yes. Uh,
0: I was History surprised. witches go some into it. I know. I was like, this seems like our shit. Yes. But yeah, I love that there's just like random Andrew Jackson's involved. <laughs> Someone fucking died. <laughs> it's just, yeah, lots of interesting vibes. There's even um, a movie. I think it's called An American Haunting that was made about this. Hmm. All kinds of Bell Witch stuff. I will, I'll post a bunch of stuff in my show notes. There's some interesting like photos or they're illustrations really of like the hauntings <laughs> going on. <laughs> they're interesting. It's an illustration. It's an illustration. I don't know when the, no, they had photos back then, but it was like the kind that took a long time. Like the mm-hmm. camera took a long, anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's technically April Fool's Day when we are releasing this episode. So I have some weird facts about April Fool's Day for you. Yay! So the French call April Fool's Day Poisson (laughs) d'Avril or April Fish and French children will tape a picture of a fish on the back of their schoolmates and when the kid finds that he has a fish on him, we'll start crying and (laughs) scream Poisson (laughs) 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 d'Avril, which I just thought was kind of precious.
1: Oh, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> that's really funny.
0: And there's some um I never realized that I didn't really look up the or I didn't write down like the actual details of this, but it has something to do with the calendar and some Bible shit, but basically um the calendar changed at some point and when we adopted this new calendar, <laughs> we moved January to April or April to January and so if you were still celebrating um, the new year on April 1st people called you a fool and um, that's how oh. April Fool's Day came about uh, in the early 1950s the BBC ran a news item about a spaghetti harvest in Switzerland as like an April oh. Fool's Day prank oh, cute um, I am 100% here for a spaghetti harvest that sounds delicious <laughs> Please. I know. I always want pasta so badly. Oh, yeah. In 1996, Taco Bell ran a full page ad in several major newspapers claiming that it had purchased the Liberty Bell and was renaming their business to Taco Liberty Bell. I actually remember that from my name. <laughs> And so stupid. <laughs> I know, it's dumb. It's like, April Fool's Day is so dumb. Don't <laughs> prank your friends. Don't do stupid shit. Don't pretend that you're pregnant. Nobody cares. April Fool's Day is so stupid. No, yeah, it's dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, and in 2008, the BBC, again, uh, they ran a video clip of flying penguins as part of a story about the miracles of evolution. <laughs> uh, the presenter explained that the penguins had escaped the cold, harsh antarctic weather finally by learning to fly and they went to the tropical rainforests of south america
1: <laughs> okay i liked that one though that yeah one the was bbc
0: funny. is kind of funny with their pranks they're the only ones no one else is funny just so you no know. one else is funny don't do it but that's that's it there's that's some weird april fool's day shit for you um love it happy april fool's day or <laughs> poisson d'avril Poissantreux. April Fools. April Fools. Um, yeah, that's it, man. That's what I've got for you. Wow. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good episode, I thought. I uh I learned some stuff. We got to talk about ghosts killing people and aliens and creepy blood stuff. Always a treat? Yeah. Th- that sounds great. <laughs> Um, you can find our show notes at that'sweird.org or that'sweirdpodcast.com if you're feeling fancy. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram and Twitter at That's Weirdcast. You can join our Facebook group to talk about weird stuff with other weirdos like yourself. Um, we actually put the links in our, I guess they're also show notes, in like the episode description in iTunes. So if you're using iTunes, you should be able to click on those. And if you want to support our show with money, you can do so on Anchor or on Patreon at patreon.com slash that's weird. You can also just rate, review, and subscribe. That costs you nothing, and it helps us so much. If you have a weird story you want to tell us or an idea for an episode, you can email us at that'sweirdcast at gmail.com. Oh fuck, that reminds me. We got an email about leprechauns we did hold on let me find it that's actually important i know we were just wrapping up but we should fucking talk about this oh i want to know about that um this is from maid i want to say is how she said it's a newer spelling of queen medby that is not how it's pronounced oh so- she um, said it like it's like or- mave yeah but
1: it was the d Yeah, but it's like, if it's an Irish spelling, it's all fucked up.
0: (laughs) In the best way. Um, Okay, so we'll say Maeve. But she she sent us this awesome email. It said, greetings, feedback, and Ireland suggestions. (laughs) She said, as an Irish person, I was delighted to hear you talk about Ireland. Because Christy did Leprechauns in episode 78. She said, nice job. But now, unfortunately for you, I am obliged to share all my thoughts. (laughs) Oh. um. She said, Tuatha is pronounced Tuha. I don't oh. remember that from the episode, but I have a terrible memory. Um, she said, "We're as Irish people, we're kind of into the fairy folklore. Not as much as we used to be, but the main one that many people have a genuine superstition for and won't mess with is fairy forts. <laughs> they don't mm. fuck with fairy forts in Ireland. Fairy um, forts.
1: I've heard that... Um, some people have a superstition around fairy like fairy circles. So is that I wonder if that's similar where it's like if you see a bunch of mushrooms that are growing in a circle, don't fucking go inside of it. You're going to fall asleep and get kidnapped by the fairies.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um, she also said St. Patrick's Day here is mostly a family day and for events that celebrate our cu- our culture and heritage, more buzz and activity Easter. Easter is pretty calm, not much happening, but if you are someone who wants to party, you can definitely get up to Tom Foolery on (laughs) St. Patrick's Day. I love that. (laughs) Uh, She also was saying that they have lots of room for cows, Christy. (laughs) Oh, they do? (laughs) Yeah. She said corned beef for us is cheap, like sliced lunch meat. It's not really a dinner meat here. Oh. Um, Anyway, she sent us this really awesome long email about all the ireland stuff that we did not get right and we appreciate it so thank you Maeve. (laughs) i love that thank you uh see that's just you know an example of an email that you can send us if you're that's right if you're feeling it we would love we read them all we don't
1: always respond but we do read them
0: (laughs) yeah for sure yeah i think i think that's it for episode 79 We'll, um, we'll talk to you next time. Stay weird, you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Goodbye.
2: Hi, I'm Michael, host of the Murder Mile True Crime podcast, which was nominated as one of the best British true crime podcasts of 2018, is based on my five star rated guided walk and features more than 300 untold, unsolved and long forgotten murders all set within one square mile of London's West End. So if you love hearing about new cases for the first time, all cases through a fresh pair of ears, and classic cases with a twist, all researched using the original declassified police investigation files, written using first-hand accounts, and recorded using authentic sounds from the murder location itself, then Murder Mile is just for you. Download the Murder Mile True Crime podcast on iTunes, Acast, or your favourite podcast platform every Thursday. Thank you for listening, and stay safe.